I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now. My guy Frank Anderhan in Washington, D.C. Subscribe to get your local city cast wherever you get your podcast. Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans. Follow the money right here on VEASAN. And again, you know, I know it. The Super Bowl is still fresh in everybody's mind. But for NFL lovers like myself, you're going to already be looking ahead to next year. Mm-hmm. You're going to wonder, can, can the Rams repeat? Are they going to bring all these guys back? Is Odell Beckham Jr. going to come? Blah, blah, blah. There was a huge story. I believe it's a big story that happened over Super Bowl weekend. Mm-hmm. And that was King Kyler in Arizona. Kyler Murray. King Kyler? King Kyler. Oh, okay. Heisman Trophy winner, right? So all of a sudden, you know, you you know the backstory, obviously, when, when you get Cliff Kingsbury, he said, hey, if I ever had the opportunity to, be, to get the number one pick in the draft, and Cliff Kingsbury, uh, you know, he said, I would take Kyler Murray. He had the opportunity. That's Amazingly, he had the opportunity. He had a losing record as a Texas Tech coach. Landed the uh, he was actually headed for the USC staff, right? And then got the Arizona Cardinals head coaching up. job. A lot of old school NFL guys scoffed at the decision to hire hire Cliff Kingsbury as a head coach in the NFL. I, I wouldn't say it's been a bust to this point. The Cardinals no. made the playoffs this year. There's there's been some positives. I'll say this too: people tend to forget uh, the Cardinals had a franchise quarterback, supposed franchise quarterback, when Cliff Kingsbury got there. Josh Rosen. How'd that work out? You know, Kingsbury made the right call there. We're going to ditch Rosen, cut the cord, and we're going to move forward with Kyler Murray. Uh, obviously, there's a little bit of drama in the desert right now, but uh, you could say that uh, the, the Cardinals, even though they faded and they got blown out in the playoffs by the Rams, they had a successful year. They did make the playoffs. Well, here's the deal. Okay, and you see when, when Mort report, when Chris Mortensen reports this from ESPN, talks about the vibe. Chris Mortensen has a great deal of credibility yes. as a reporter, unlike some people. So when he reports it, it's uh, there's truth to it. Well, again, and, and look, if you've ever been in a bad relationship, and I've been in several, <laughs> and you get out of them, the first thing you do, you scrub them off your social, Matt. This is, is that right? You, this is what you do oh, in okay. 2022. Let me just let me inform you. This is exactly what you do. So Kyler Murray scrubbed them. From the IG, from the Twitter, he's not following the Cardinals anymore, right? Damn you, scorned lover. So when I hear that, and then you get the Mort report basically saying he's self-centered. Read his uh, tweet, Kenny. Okay. The odd vibe between the at Arizona Cardinals 
and Kyler Murray is indeed alarming. This is from Chris Mortensen. Murray is described as self-centered, immature, and finger-pointer per sources. Murray is frustrated with the franchise and was embarrassed by the playoff loss to the Rams and thinks he's been framed as the scapegoat. What I was getting to at the beginning, you and Cliff Kingsbury are supposed to be arm-in-arm. You're supposed to be joined at the hip, right? Like, whoa. So if this is a Cliff and Kyler Murray problem, if it is, and again, we don't know exactly who those people are that might be pointing the finger at Kyler Murray. But if it's Cliff, that's not good for job security. Because you two, we know how the quarterback and head coach thing in the NFL works these days. You are joined at the hip. So when I see this, if Kyler Murray, and he has in fact scrubbed them off social media, if he wants out, you can force your way out now in 2022. And I know you're under contract and all those sort of things. But this is a real problem if this person, if it's Cliff Kingsbury. If it's coming from him, that's not good for either one of them. I don't think it would come from him. I wouldn't assume so. Kyler Murray's his guy. That's that's the idea. Sabotage. Why why would you? Why would you do that? I just, I don't think Cliff Kingsbury would be in self-destruction mode right now. And if you start criticizing your quarterback, the media members, that's self-destruction. You're, it's not. You're not going to last long. And Kingsbury, I think, is on thin ice in Arizona because of the way his teams fade in the second half of the season. The way this season fizzled at the end, Uh, but. He's got to go all in with Kyler Murray and try to make this work. So I'm not really sure who in the organization is making him the supposed scapegoat. But when I watched that playoff game, yeah, Murray didn't play great. The, the Cardinals' offensive line was atrocious. It's terrible. He they're, didn't have a chance. They're 25 to one to win the Super Bowl next year. And again, they start off this year. They were number one seed, looking like throughout the majority of the year. And then again, that second half collapse for the Cardinals. They were the last undefeated mm-hmm. team. Now, to his point, King Kyler, as I like to call him, Kyler Murray said this. I play for the game for the love of it. My teammates, everyone who has helped me get to this position that believed in me and win championships, all this nonsense is not what I'm about, never has been, never will be. Anyone who's ever stepped between those lines with me knows how hard I go. He does. Love me or hate me, but I'm going to continue to grow and get better. Whatever. Whatever that I, means. I don't I, really read a lot into that statement. Uh, not really. Was not this? that substantial. Uh, to me, but you also got to keep in mind that he had an ankle injury late in the season. He was not he the same player after the ankle injury, and that obviously impacted the Cardinals' offense. Here's another thing. DeAndre Hopkins was not on the field, okay? Nobody talks about that. We talk about the Rams the first time they went to the Super Bowl with Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup was not there. He was That's injured right. late in the season. Jared Goff was made the scapegoat, but Goff did not have Cooper Cup to work with. How much different would this Rams' offense have been in these playoffs without Cooper Cup. Matthew Stafford would have had some major problems. No question. Similar problems that Jared Goff had in the playoffs a few years ago. So not having DeAndre Hopkins, I think, was a big problem for the Cardinals as well. All I'm going to say is it takes a lot of effort to scrub on social media. So I've been told. What about Aaron Rodgers? Because the Packers right now, you know, you look at them and right now plus 1600 is what I'm seeing to to be to win the Super Bowl next year. They're not winning the Super Bowl if it's Jordan Love at quarterback. So we know Brian Gutekunst in the front office, they've said all the right things, Mark Murphy, "Hey, we're going to do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to keep AAA Ron." But if he wants out and now his guy is the head coach, I think uh Hackett over there in uh in Denver, Right? That's his guy, yeah, and he wants to go there. I wonder if you take a flyer on Denver 
because he would change the bounce. 22 to 1 is what we're seeing right now for the Broncos to win the Super Bowl. So if you really think he's going to leave Green Bay, you know there's value there. Circus Sports actually has the Broncos at 15 to 1. Oh, so they're uh, thinking. The odds we're looking at from Bet Rivers, Broncos at 22 to 1. So obviously, you got to look around at different odds boards. Aaron Rodgers is going to count $46 million against the cap mm-hmm. this year in Green Bay. I'm not really sure why the Packers would want to go all in. They're going to stretch the cap, reportedly uh, from Adam Schefter. They're going to spread it into future years, and um, they're going to do everything they can to keep Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers. Now, this is a win-now world, and the Packers probably feel like, hey. Rams just did it. Yeah, Rams did it. We got one. We got one more big run with Aaron Rodgers and this team. Let's go for it next year. I don't think there's any doubt that Rodgers wants out. Uh, maybe he's going to get out after the 2022 season. I think he wants out. Nathaniel Hackett's in Denver. That's where Rodgers wants to be the quarterback. But if the Packers are going to go all out to keep Devontae Adams, he he might be stuck in Green Bay next season. Here's what we do know. The last two Super Bowl champions had first-year quarterbacks. They happen to be Tom Brady and Matt Stafford. So Aaron Rodgers believes he's seen the blueprint now back-to-back years. Hadn't been done since Trent Dilfer was the trendsetter in Baltimore when he won it his first year in Charm City. So all of a sudden, it's happened back-to-back. Rodgers like, oh, if you don't sign 17, I'm out of here. Let me get to Denver. It would take the front office to, to work out a trade for that to happen. But you mentioned it, 15-1 here at Circa. 22 to 1 another. They're, they're starting to read the tea leaves that maybe he actually could get out. Now, well, you kind of have to split the difference with the, with the Broncos and the Packers. You got to put them in uh, competitive odds because if Rodgers goes to the Broncos, oh. you don't want to give away uh, too much on the odds board because everybody's going to want to bet the Broncos, even though uh, Rodgers can't win in the playoffs. Here, newsflash Rams aren't going to win it next year. I know they're 11 to 1, mm-hmm. right? Aaron Donald, we don't know if he's going to retire now. It seemed like everybody's retiring. The broadcast team was retiring. Everybody's retiring after the Super Bowl, right? We don't know. Michaels is not retiring. He's not. He's never retiring. But, like, you look at it and you go, is Aaron Donald really going to walk away now when we're starting to put him on the Mount Rushmore of greatest defensive players to ever play, maybe? Odell Beckham Jr., can they re-sign him? Do you want him back? He's got a second ACL on the Mm -hmm. same knee. So you're assuming. you got Robert Woods coming back. You do have Bobby Trees coming back, which is good. Um, But, you know, I look at it and I go with the questions about Sean McVay, which is amazing that we're actually questioning Sean McVay now after winning a Super Bowl when he was unquestioned boy genius for four years and in year five winning the Super Bowl. Now he's being questioned, which is odd to me. Well, he got schooled by Bill Belichick he in the did. last Super Bowl, no, no doubt. He absolutely did. But I don't First like – I look at them and I go, okay, the Buccaneers, I could have made the case going back-to-back – that made sense with their defense, which did take a step back this year in Tampa. But yet, Brady, I don't look at Matt Stafford and go, oh, my goodness, the Rams. How are we ever going to compete with the Rams? The NFC is weakened if Brady is, in fact, wink retired. If he's actually retired, the NFC is for the getting. The getting's good right now. And that's why I think Rodgers might have a proclivity to come back to Green Bay. I just don't think the Rams scare anybody as Super Bowl champs. I don't. Well, they're a four seed, Matt. They're a four seed, and they were lucky to get there because uh, the Niners probably should have beat them in the NFC Championship game. That that aside, I think the Packers, you know, if they can keep this team together with Devontae Adams, they could have one more big run. There's no doubt about it. I'm not sure Aaron Rodgers wants that. I think he wants out. But if they, if the Packers re-sign Devontae Adams, he's probably going to stay. Uh, the thing about Jordan Love 
It gets me is oh uh, why did you trade up in the first round to draft this quarterback from Utah State if in year three, year four, you're not ready to play the guy? Well, that's, that's why did you trade up in the first the round to get him, and now you're not. You should be ready to move forward with him as your franchise quarterback if you thought he was worth trading up in the first round to get. And that shows me the Packers just really had no plan, or they thought Aaron Rodgers was not going to play at this high level the past couple of years. Ding, ding, ding. That's the answer. Gudenkunz and company did not think Mark Murphy and company that he was still going to be Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Back-to-back MVP. I guess he's still Aaron Rodgers. By the way, Carson Wentz looks like that's not going to work out in Indy. We don't have time to get to that now, but what another disaster there. All right, when we come back, win some, lose some here on a Tuesday morning. Follow the money right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Polly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, Polly Howard's a master of this. Let's give it a shot, Dave. Come on, Matt. Win some. These games were good for the players last night. The Nets opened. As four-point dogs closed, plus one and a half. Brooklyn beat down Sacramento 109-85. to Easy win for the home dog uh, last night. The Brooklyn Nets in the debut for Seth Curry. That's right. Respect his name. Seth Curry, 23 points, seven rebounds, five assists last night. And uh, the Nets get the cash. Again, I, look, I, I know it was kind of a throw-in. That's a good throw-in in that deal. Right? Everyone's going to talk about, obviously, Embiid and... I was going to talk about Ben Simmons and Harden. Well, you got to have shooters. Gotta and have shooters. Uh, I actually thought Seth Curry was a key part of I that did trade, too. in my estimation. Uh, how about this one? Revenge of the Underdogs last night in the association. The Trailblazers opened 15 and a half point dogs, Whoa. closed 11 at Milwaukee. How about the money line? As high as plus 875, closed around plus 500. That's five to one odds. 
and the Portland Trailblazers put all five starters in double figures last last night. And they ran the Bucks off the floor in Milwaukee, one twenty-two to one hundred seven. Big win for the dog. And again, as Jonathan Von Tobel told us, you know Giannis didn't play last night, so you saw why that line moved. We don't know if Giannis is going to be able to go here in the back-to-back, but. Yeah, that, you're going to lose some there if you didn't realize that the Greek freak wasn't going to go. Well, obviously, the uh, the information's key in that game. Uh-huh. And if you grabbed something like 8-1 to one odds or 15 points with the Blazers last night, you were ahead of the game and uh, cashed that ticket on uh, the Trailblazers. Let's go to college hoops last night. Okay. Do you know where northern Colorado is? Colorado? Really? Colorado. No idea. The Bears... Open as one-point home favorites against Southern Utah. Close minus two. Now, that's not a big move. The total moved from 153 to 157, and that was the right move. Northern Colorado Bears beat Southern Utah 100 to 95 last night. Favorite and over the total in a mid-major college hoops game. 195 points in a college basketball game. Big second half in that game, too. Might have been the most entertaining game of the night. Not on TV. Bo Kimball playing in that thing? Was just running it up and down, get the ball out of the net and go. I mean, my goodness. One more win some. A record-breaking Super Bowl in Nevada. A record $179.8 million wagered on the Super Bowl. The Books won this one. The Books won $15.4 million. That's a hold percentage of 8.6. The previous state record, uh, $156.8 million. So top that one by more than $20 million. Uh, there's going to be a record Every Super Bowl year. handle next year. The game's going to be in Phoenix 2024. The game's going to be in Vegas. What do you think the Super Bowl handle is going to be in 2024 in the games in Vegas? It's going to be over $200 million. It's going to be insanity. It's going to be pure insanity. By the way, you know the, the Eli Manning, David Tyree catch game? Mm-hmm. I was covering that game for Fox. I got sick that weekend. I watched the game from my hotel room. There was one empty spot on press row. My name right there in an empty seat. I think oh. it was the only empty seat in the stadium. Missed the whole you game. That's sick. That's right. sick as a dog. Miss Tiger on the Saturday, TPC Scottsdale. Oh, yeah. If we go next oh, year, man. I'm just saying I will not get sick. Well, I, I would hope next year at VSIN we actually uh, make the trek down to Scottsdale, oh. Phoenix, and uh, do, do the double. We do the Phoenix Open and the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. How can you not do that? I mean, let's, get to, golf. let's get to uh, lose some. Uh, the Spurs. Last night, plus five and a half closed, plus three closing line value. If you grab the five and a half, means nothing. San Antonio led by six entering the fourth quarter. Lost to the Bulls, 120 to 109. The big story in that game, the Bulls outscored the Spurs 37-20 in the fourth. But DeMar DeRozan, 40 points, and he is in that MVP conversation right now. My Chicago brethren, hopefully they're watching us right now on Marquee Sports Network, they are all clamoring DeMar DeRozan for MVP. You make a case. You can make a strong case. I know Joel Embiid right now. If you have that ticket, you're feeling pretty good about it. Just hope he doesn't get hurt and doesn't miss time because it's his injury history. It's uh, kind of off the charts. Yeah, since MJ left, what do you, you had Derrick Rose, who was an MVP caliber player. DeMar mm-hmm. DeRozan's been the best thing since Derrick Rose, I think. D right? Rose won one. He yeah, won an MVP. Right. So, you know, Chicago, you, you had one not that long ago, but you can certainly make a case for DeMar. All right, lose some. If you bet the Golden State Warriors last night and laid six and a half, wrong mm-hmm. move. One major book reported 89% of the wagering handle on Golden State last night. The Warriors fell to the Clippers 119-104. Stephen Curry had a big game, 33 points, 8 of 13 from three, but the Clips 
shot the lights out from three, 15 of 34. 44%, and uh, the Clippers got the money in a 15-point win as six-and-a-half-point home dogs. Also in college hoops last night, not a big move here, but Oklahoma State went from plus 12 to 10-and-a-half at closing time, and the Cowboys fell to Kansas 76-62, to 62, so the favorite got the cash there in the uh, Big 12. Uh, we had a big, we had a bad beat last night as well. That was in the Pac-12. Oh, oh no. Huh? Yeah, Tim Murray. Oregon, a five-point favorite last night. Bounce-back spot for the Ducks. They led by nine in the final minute. Combination of uh, missed free throws. A couple of threes for Washington State. Before you know it, Oregon wins the game 62-59. to And Tim Murray. No, no. Host of the nightcap here on v Not happy with the result of that game last night. Ducks lay five, win by three. Bad beat of the night. In college hoops, and one more, we make one more trip back to win some mm-hmm. for Scotty Scheffler. We just talked about the Phoenix Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, good hit for me, Jeff Sherman at the Westgate. Jeff Seeley is going to be on with us tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Wes Reynolds. We all had Scotty Scheffler to win the Phoenix Open at twenty-five to one. He won on the third playoff hole, take a twenty-five foot putt to beat Patrick Cantlay in the playoff drama in Scottsdale in the golf tournament and. Um, that's one of the great stops on the PGA Tour. Uh, really, with it really is. how rowdy the crowd can get. It's it's a one. It's a, what do you say? It's a unique tournament. There's one stop well, like yeah. it, and uh, that's it. And it's um, I saw a it's lot fun of to people, watch. Oh, they're ruining it on 16. You can talk about golf etiquette all you want. This tournament's different. It's a different it's type fun. of tournament. Have fun with it. I think golf is too stuffy anyway. I love golf. I like to play it. But the one thing about the sport I don't like is that the country club aspect to it, where uh, you know it's like a rich man's game. You, you got to be quiet. If a guy snaps a camera in the background during, during somebody's backswing, wow. uh, the players get ticked off. This tournament's different. You can scream, yell, you can throw it's, beer on the green. It's Happy Gilmore for for one for one tournament, one hole. It's one hole. It's not even the tournament. It's one hole. It's the sixteenth hole. Yeah. That's it. Let him have some happy. How about that happy beer Gilmore? can shower on Saturday Ooh. after Sam Ryder hit the ace? That's just cool. It's it's a one time of year deal. Uh, have fun with that golf tournament. Win some. Scotty Scheffler in the Phoenix Open, yeah. twenty five to one. Pretty impressive. And again, you know, whenever you get Happy Gilmore and you get Bob Barker in a movie. And you punch out Bob Barker. No, we're not advocating that in the 16th <laughs> hole. We're just saying that's the idea behind the movie is what the 16th hole at TPC Scottsdale has kind of become. Hey, Bob Barker was a great game show host. You yeah. asked me, I think uh, today before the show, we were talking about game shows, Card Sharks. Card Sharks, freeze. Uh, the host of Card Sharks, the name finally came to me, the old school version of Card Bob Eubanks. Bob Eubanks. Yeah. He also did uh, the New Elect game. Yes. Some interesting answers yeah. on that show. I believe you have a read for this. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Log in and get a 20% live profit boost on the NBA every Tuesday. BetRivers.com. All right, there it is. I love Bob Eubanks. I loved all those. Like, I'm card sharks. Again, it was kind of like the Bengals when they hit 20 with 14 minutes to go in the third. And then freeze. They just stopped right then and there. Thankfully, it was enough for me to get home on my six-point teaser. I like teaser. Card Sharks. One of my favorite uh, game shows was Family Feud back in the day, but the, there was a creepy... Richard Dawson. Uh, there was a creepy aspect of Richard he Dawson. He kissed everybody. I, I, well, he not only kissed me, he kissed all the women on the lips. It was uh, a different time, Matt. It was pre-COVID. You could never get away with that <laughs> stuff today. Did, did you Can think, you imagine going up a line of women and just kissing all the women? No, no. 
I, in 2022. I'm not really sure how Richard Dawson always got away with that. Because he had the accent. Wasn't he British? If you if your family was on Family Feud, not, no, would, you, would you want Richard Dawson kissing your wife on the lips? No, or my mother. That's my mom, Richard. Right. Lay off. Winners and whiners. Chief handicapper Scott Steen is taking a strong position on tonight's Celtics and 76ers game and loves the side and total and recommends tying them up in a parlay. In the big game Sunday, he released the Bengals and the under to all of our VEASAN listeners, and he's running it back tonight. Grab your phone now and text VEASAN to area code 571 winners one for the big parlay, it's free, and tonight's NBA parlay will be texted to you in a matter of seconds. Again, text VEASAN to area code 571-WINNERS1, 571-WINNERS1. Yeah, it was always a little bit creepy, I found it, with Richard Dawson. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think if you're foreign, in the United States, get away with a lot. British, it's just it's our custom. It's what we do. We kiss all the contestants. That doesn't fly in 2022. Hey, we had three legends on V-Cent over the weekend. Brent Musburger, Jimmy Vaccaro, and Billy Walters sitting down for an interview. We got Jimmy with us next. How'd you get Jimmy on the show? He told me he would wake up early. He said, for you guys, because I like no, Dave no, no. Ross so no, much. No, 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 no. This is all for Matt Humans. This is not about me. We are going to have Jimmy Vaccaro when you come back with us right here. Follow the money on v the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN is a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VSIN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball Championship on April 4th. It's coming up, people, for only $29. So sign up now, get our daily best bet emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns. Plus, full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting splits breakdown on every single game. This deal only happens once a year, so do not miss out. Visit VEASAN.com slash madness to sign up today. Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans. This is Follow the Money right here on VEASAN. And whenever you get Jimmy Vaccaro to join the program, you know it's a special day. And he didn't do it for me. I know he did it for you, Matt. So, Jimmy, thank you very much for waking up early with us uh, this morning on Follow the Money. We were talking about it. What a wild weekend it was, obviously, with the Super Bowl. Uh, Vegas felt alive. We were at the betting and beers over at South Point on Friday night. That was a great event. How do you just summarize Super Bowl weekend here? Uh, because it just felt different. At least it was my first one in Las Vegas, Jimmy. But it felt like a great one for the books. It sure was. And, you know, it was just a great weekend. It just seemed like everybody was all busting out, ready to get out and have a little fun with everything we've been going through. And, you know, the taking the masks off was one of it. And, and simply just, uh, you know, being around and having fun and talking to people and, and obviously the, the record handle and uh, something that I saw, which I didn't I thought maybe we would get there. But, uh, you know, the handle was great, and the ticket count was great, which means there was just so many people betting. It was just like uh, uh, so many small tickets. It was just, like I said, it was just like uh, let's try to get back to normal a little bit, have a little bit of fun, starting Friday with uh, with Stormy, then you know, going through the whole weekend and the, the interview with Billy and everything. It, it was just something you, you can't. You can't, like, put your finger on it, but you know it was really good for everybody involved. Well, we'll talk more about the game in a minute. I wanted to ask you about Billy Walters and how that interview came about. Jimmy, your relationship with him goes back a long ways, right? Yeah, at least at least 30, 35 years, probably closer to 35 years. And, you know, it's like what I was looking to do, gentlemen, just like I was 
sitting there about three weeks ago, said, you know, maybe throw a little spark in here. And uh, the whole premise was just very simple. Like, a lot of people know us, but don't know about us. And I said, you know, let me just give, give Billy a call and see if he'd want to do it. When I got a hold of him, it only took me about five seconds. He said, Jimmy, when do we start with that great Southern draw that he has? <laughs> and naturally, like, uh, and like everything that you do and you see with people, you really don't know them. Uh, because obviously there's a personal life attached to all of us. And uh, he was just magnificent about the whole thing and uh, uh, talked about things that uh, he, he normally wouldn't talk about. And he said, and, you know, and that's then throwing Brent in with him. And, and I, again, he just said, you know, Jimmy, whatever you want to do, we'll do it. And it was only his second interview in his entire life. He talked a little bit about the book that's coming out, which will be his entire life. And uh, like I said, the review was incredible. The people coming up to me after that was incredible. So uh, it, that was a home run, I can surely tell you. Yeah, it was great to see uh, you, Brent Musburger, and Billy Walters in that one-on-one. Dave, where can people find that? Uh, they can find it right here, exclusive one-on-one, a full interview. Watch it at VEASAN.com. Uh, again, it's out there right now if you missed any of it over the weekend. It, absolutely a uh, fascinating conversation. And, Jimmy, to that point, when you mentioned he'd only done one before uh, doing 60 Minutes, but when you give him a call, he says, yes, no problem right away. Uh, it, it was an intimate setting with, with the three of you guys. What was it like even before the cameras were rolling? Because it just seemed like you guys were having a lot of fun with it. Oh yeah, we we were, and and again, you know, you just uh, we're going to do more and more of those things. You know, getting people who, again, we know they're by name, but don't know them exactly what it's like when the cameras are off or when the betting is off. Uh, so, it, like I said, it was a home run, and and with Billy, I, I think it was just the idea too of uh, you know saying you know you know let's let's talk about things that, you know, are close to me and, and whatever talked about some degree, his family, some degree, what he does, uh, and, uh, coming from a small town, like he didn't and like, uh, you know, like all of us, uh, you know, we've had potholes with our, in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he obviously straightened out and, and he is, as far as I'm concerned, he's a, he's the best sports better I've ever run across in my entire career. So it, it worked out really well. Like I said, I just sat there most of the time because it was simply one-on-one with, with Billy and, and Brent loved it too. So uh, again, that was an A-plus make, no mistake about it. And Jimmy, to that end, right, because I think a lot of people when they hear the name Billy Walters and when you call him the Michael Jordan of sports betting, right, they go, well, this guy's just must, he never loses. But you, you revealed it in the interview too. He's, he's bottomed out. You, you talk about it. This is not like yeah, I just won from day one, right? I mean, Jimmy, it takes a while to become the Michael Jordan of sports gambling. Well, there's no doubt about it. I think Chris had said that. Uh, but but you know what it is, like everything else. Uh, if you do it and you're sincere about it and you want to make it your life, and let's call it like it is, uh, it's it's it is your life. I mean, you, there isn't too many other things that you can do. And yes, we've all been there on zero bill, believe me. You know, like, uh, well, I can beat this. But uh, in his case... And, <laughs> In his case, and what I said a million times is like you, know, you just keep getting up when you get your when you get your pants dusted, and you get up and you keep going. It's fairly obvious, you know. It's fairly obvious that he would just say how many times that he went broke, like the rest of us. Nobody came into this rack and said, you know, I'm just going to go ten and zero every weekend. So, but like I said, uh, he knew what he was doing. He had a good feel for understanding, uh, and I give him credit because even when things weren't going good. You know, like a lot of us, we just get up and just keep doing it again. But like I said, uh, we couldn't ask for anything better. We couldn't ask for uh, a better interview. And I can tell you that just people walking around when I was walking around the entire weekend, 
just come up to me and said, Jimmy, we didn't know, we didn't know, we didn't know. Yeah, none of us knew until, uh, you know, he, he actually started talking about what his life was growing up back, uh, back home. You know, he came from Kentucky. You came from Pennsylvania. You talked about how many yeah. times you went broke uh, early in yeah. your career. How many times, Jimmy? Well, I can't even count that much because you're just, <laughs> you're just, you're just young, and obviously you, just, you think you can beat the world, uh, and that's not the case, especially when you're going against eleven to ten. It just eats you up, and in, in this case, uh, obviously you overcome some, but uh, and some, you catch a little break here and there. You know, my biggest break ever was you know, Michael Gaughan hiring me up. You know, way back in 1975, I'm sure things would have been quite different. They wouldn't have, uh, uh, wouldn't he wouldn't have hired me then. But like I said, you know. You finally got to, you get to a point in your life where you say, you know, just let me try to fit in. And so that was my thing, too. I just, you know, stop trying to win every, you know, you try to win every day, but like obviously, you know, you can't after a while. But like I said, worked out pretty good for me, too. Jimmy Vaccaro of the South Point with us. Check out that interview if you have not seen it with Brent Musburger, Jimmy, and Billy Walters, vsin.com. Jimmy, uh, you and Vinny were uh, in the studio yesterday when uh, the the news came out about Nevada having a record to handle on this uh, Super Bowl, and uh, the numbers are pretty remarkable. Actually, when you look at it, 179 million was the uh, 179.8 million wagered on the Super Bowl in Nevada. Books held 8.6 percent and wow. won 15.4 million. Uh, did it surprise you? It was a, it was a record, and did you expect the results to be that positive? Uh, for the books, how was it for the South Point? Well, naturally, like everybody else, when it falls, when you really need it, obviously, as we everyone's been saying, you've been behind the counter. It's just like uh, uh, when you get the game to fall right between where you need it, where you're knocking out all the money line bets uh, uh, by winning the game outright. But on the other side, just like uh, the parlays, we just carried everybody out uh, when it came one, two, three. Early on, you knew that's exactly what it, what it would have been. And you know, you know, Matt, when you see when you see all the all the money come in here, and you're walking around. No, I didn't think we'd get to that point. Uh, but you felt it. You felt it in the day, a day or two right before. I said, you know, this thing might get there. Pleasantly surprised, and naturally, just so many of newbies, people walking out who never did it before, and uh, so you you can't. You can't even describe what it was like because it was a great feeling, and I am sure if you talk to every other guy uh, in the state and around the world, like you know, it was a great ending. And let's call it like it is too. You know, people just people said, you know, we might not get there. I was one of those people, but uh, happy that we got here, and everybody else had a great time. Got about ninety seconds to go with legendary odds maker Jimmy Vaccaro. and Jimmy. Now, for people like myself, you kind of have that fo- football hangover, and you kind of exhale, and you go, "Oh my goodness." March Madness is right around the corner. What do you expect March Madness to look like this year after what we just saw with the Super Bowl? Like you mentioned, it feels like life returning to normal, at least out here in the desert. Yeah, that's what it was. And obviously, here's another thing, and take this in, guys, and talk about this. Everybody was talking, oh, man, with all these states, Jimmy, you know, when they come on board, there won't be no business for anybody to go to Nevada. Well, they were so dead-ass wrong. It was incredible. And I've been saying for uh, for a long time, not that I'm the soothsayer, but, like, once you get to the point where everybody, no matter what state you're from, and uh, we still do a pretty damn good job out here in Nevada. So more states, more money, more bets, everybody, everybody benefits. There you go. Right. It's we can. There's room for everybody here in this gambling space across the country uh, with it opening up the way it is. Hey, Jimmy, really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Follow the Money uh, this morning. Uh, great seeing you over the weekend, Friday at Betting with Beers. Betting and Beers is a great, uh, great event. So, again, enjoy the rest right. of your day and thanks for your time.
It's no problem. Go VEASAN. There you go. (laughs) And check it out. If you missed it, the full interview, again, watch it at VEASAN.com. Billy and Brent and Jimmy, a great uh, three-man interview. Just a great conversation that they had. That was well-produced, too. I I thought the way things were put in perspective and kind of framed where you had comments by Chris Andrews, Vinny Maiulo. You had Nick Bogdanovich there. Fantastic. A lot of guys who've known Billy for, you know, four decades or more. All right. When we come back here, some in-pocket plays Mm -hmm. that you might already have for tonight and otherwise. Come on back. Follow the money right here on VEASAN. And these sports betting now. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano. And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. <laughs> Fantastic. Welcome back here. Follow the money. Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans. It's time for our in-pocket plays. And, uh, Matt, you've already had some. And some we're seeing the line changes, obviously, from the overnights to what we're starting to see here early in the morning here. But you do have some pocket plays that I think you've got some pretty good numbers at. Well, I got a good number on Wisconsin, I, I feel like. I took the Badgers plus three and a half against Indiana tonight in Bloomington. Badgers trying to bounce back off a loss over the weekend. Eight-point home favorites against Rutgers. Stunned in that game, 73-65. to They're trying to win a Big Ten title. And uh, I'm not sure Wisconsin can afford more than one more loss. Uh, down the stretch here, if one more loss. Uh, I like Johnny Davis and the Badgers in this spot tonight, catching three and a half. He's been essentially the best scorer in the Big Ten this season. The first time these teams played, Wisconsin wiped out a 20-point deficit in the Mm. first half, roll back to win and cover uh, that game. This Indiana team's been pretty good defensively. Not great shooting the three. I think this is going to be an ugly uh, classic Big Ten slugfest type of game in Bloomington tonight. Give me the three and a half with the Badgers, who I think uh, should have a good shot to get the win. Whiskey, plus three and a half. 
one more in the Mountain West. Yeah. I'm going with the home dog here. I'm going with New Mexico. It's five and a half overnight, six right now. I'm going to grab six with the Lobos at the pit. Uh, might be my favorite venue in college basketball. It's, it's, a, it's a good home court advantage. Uh, the Cowboys have won six in a row. Not all of those have been pretty. A lot of them have been right down to the wire. During this six-game win streak for Wyoming, a win by two, a win by six in overtime, a win by seven, a win by two, a win by two in OT. The close game luck has been off the charts for the Cowboys. New Mexico's playing a little bit better for Richard, uh, Richard Pertino recently. Mm-hmm. won three of the last four. The Lobos lost 93-91 at uh, Wyoming January 22nd. Uh, they gave the Cowboys all they could handle in Laramie. I think it's going to be the same type of story tonight. Uh, Lobos have two of the best scoring guards in the Mountain West. Jalen House, who had 42 points against Air Force recently. And uh, Jamal Mashburn Jr. Mm. Let's go with uh, one road dog, one home dog like tonight it. in College Hoops. New Mexico plus six, Wisconsin plus three and a half. And I do like the New Mexico play as well because obviously, like you said, Wyoming's just been living dangerously, getting by. So, with a little help, little, little help from their friends there, but I'm kind of with you on that. Feels like the right side here. Now, you've got some, uh, you really had a good weekend in the golf last week. You're going to try to turn the page and double up again this week. Well, let's hope so. Try to get a back to back winner here. Genesis Ooh. Invitational at Riviera Country Club in LA. And uh, Patrick Cantley among the favorites. He's not the favorite. John Rahm is. DJ's up there at the top of the board. But DJ's been in a slump. He yeah, is. Uh, he does not have a top ten since September. I'm going to go with uh, a guy I think is playing as well as John Rahm right now, and a little bit better odds here. We're going Patrick Cantlay, 12 to one. He lost the playoff to Scotty Scheffler in Phoenix, uh, but Cantlay's about as good as it gets. He's got four top tens this year. Instead of DJ or Rahm, I'm going to go with Cantlay among the favorites. Colin Morikawa always going to be dangerous. Third start here at Riviera, and uh, again, a California kid on a California course. I like to play these West Coast golfers on this West Coast swing. I think Morikawa's game fits this course pretty well. 18-1 to 1 on uh, the last year's British Open champ in like L.A. He's like 10 years ago. But, yeah, and, and Willie Z, a guy we've talked about a little bit earlier in the program, Maybe the best now to not have won in the PGA Tour at 30 to 1, maybe breaks through this week. Yeah, you know, I thought Scotty Scheffler might be the best player on tour who had not won. He won last week, and uh, maybe Will Zalatoris can do it this week. Zalatoris should have won at Torrey Pines yeah. a few weeks ago, had COVID, didn't get to play at Pebble Beach. He did not play in Phoenix. Uh, this guy is the best player, I think, right now without a win. He's going to be grinding for a win. If you keep playing Val- Zalatoris, at some point, Willie Z is going to pay you off. It might be this week in L.A. Uh, 30 to 1 is the best number I can find on him. A lot of times when I bet these golf futures, I bet it here at Circus Sports or Westgate Superbook. Uh, sometimes you can find a good number at the South Point. you got to really look around. DraftKings uh, sometimes has good numbers on mm-hmm. these players, too. you got to shop for these golf futures. But Circa does a great job, especially Jeff Davis here, putting up these numbers. Sam Burns oh. at 38-1. to If you remember last year's tournament, uh, when Max Homa and Tony Finau went to the playoff, the Riviera, mm-hmm. Sam Burns was a 54-hole leader in that event. He finished one shot back. He's kind of been under the radar. Not great current form, but he does have course form here. And at 38-1, to I think that's a pretty good number on uh, Sammy Burns. And we'll go with uh, one long shot. Maverick McNeely, mm. Jeff Sherman of the Westgate Superbook, said this is the guy he's going to keep playing till he wins. 
a Stanford guy who uh, plays well on these West Coast type of courses, putts well on these greens. Uh, Maverick McNeely right now at uh, 105 to 1. Jeff, uh, actually, Jeff Davis had McNeely at 95 to 1. I bet it last night, and he bumped him up to 105 to 1. So I'm going to bet him again. Oh, uh, Maverick McNeely is 60 to 1 at the Westgate. He can get 105. 60 to 1 at the Westgate, 105 to 1 here at Circa. And uh, Dave, just for you. Yes, sir. Uh, this is not going to be an official play up no, here on don't the chart. No, do don't do it. But I threw in a small bet on your guy, Ricky Fowler, here at Circus Sports. Why don't you just give me the money? Ricky Fowler was in contention for a little while at Torrey Pines till he missed the cut. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Fowler is a 150 to 1 at the Westgate. He's a 240 to 1 at Circa right now. Yeah, just a, a, pizza, a pizza bet is all it is on Ricky Fowler at 241, but I didn't put that up as an official play. If he just, has any professional pride. I've never pride. seen Ricky Fowler listed at no. odds that high. 240 to 1 right now. You know, it, it's very interesting. Again, we'll, we'll talk a lot more golf later on this week, but yeah, that should be a slap in the face to Ricky Fowler. Like, what? 240 to 1? Okay. Uh, we talked about it with the Super Bowl plays here, and I, I got home with McPherson. I thought that was an easy play. It actually turned out to be just barely getting over with to- 20 total well, points. Plenty of time, you had plenty of time left in the game when he we did just didn't know they We didn't know they'd never score again, right. but they didn't. But we did cash that at 7.5. And, and then the teaser, you and I were together watching the end of that, that game, and boy, I didn't think I was going to have to sweat that out. And I did. It took some shoddy officiating at best to get that late touchdown by the Rams so that I could hit this uh, plus 10.5 and over 42 and a half. So that just got there. Do the math there. 43 total points. So barely climbed over the number. You know, I felt good about the money line play actually for the majority of the game. And that's the one that doesn't end up cashing. So I kind of played at both sides thinking that this would be a game that'd be a one score game and fall within that number. It did. I was kind of rooting for overtime there to get a little bit greedy because I knew I already had the McPherson and the six-point tees at that point. Didn't get there. Didn't get the necessary yardage to kick that and get into overtime and maybe get that plus 176 to cash. Tonight, I'm going to follow Jonathan Von Tobel, and for very good reason here. He laid out the numbers here for the Pacers and the Bucks to go over 234 tonight. Look, the, the Pacers just aren't playing any defense at all. Their totals are going over. We don't know about Giannis yet. If he plays, I really like it even better. But this is one of those plays that I think might get there whether he plays or not. Because, yeah, the Pacers, you might not know them in a full rebuild right now. But offensively, they are putting up numbers. And they don't stop anybody. So I actually like that play, whether Giannis plays or not. Of course, I'm hoping he does play. And I think it'll have a much easier chance of getting over that total of 234. That's back-to-back for the Bucks. So we'll see how those... Mm-hmm. In pocket plays. So you got Pacers Bucks over 234? Yes, sir. That's what I have so far. I'm thinking about tailing some of your college basketball oh, uh, plays. Let's, as hope, well. let's hope those are winners. Wisconsin plus three and a half, New Mexico plus six. And then uh, the main plays in the golf Cantley, Morikawa, Zalatoris, Burns, and Maverick. McNeely, by the way, this golf tournament this week at Riviera, mm-hmm. the top 10 players in the world all in the field. Outstanding field. Indy Jeff Seeley is going to be on with us tomorrow morning. 5 a.m. Pacific with his best bets. All right, In Pocket is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at betrivers.com. Yeah, like we talked about a little bit off the top of the show, I really am going to. You look at Riviera this weekend in the golf and the PGA Tour, and when you have that who's who, the best of the best, it's not a major. We understand that. But we're getting closer. We talk about March Madness being right around the corner, Augusta National. Is right around the corner. The azaleas will be in bloom. Well, that's after March Madness. So. It is, but like when you get to March Madness, you're almost to Augusta. 
Right. I did, by the way, I did play Wills Alatoris in the Masters uh, a couple weeks ago, forty to one. So sticking with the Willie Z theme. You don't think that golf course is too big for him for that nah, little guy nah. out of Wake Forest? Because nah. he does. He's like smaller than me, and I'm small. He can hit it a long way. He's a very talented guy. Joaquin Neiman's a, a skinny guy too, and he could bomb drive. Yeah, how do they do that? Because I can't do that. It's all about swing speed. Oh. I get it out there about two fifty. I weigh 250, but they can swing faster than I can. <laughs> uh, Paul Stone's a really good golf handicapper, college football guy. Let's try to get him on the show tomorrow, okay. too. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about that situation at Auburn with Brian Harson. He's back, baby. Uh, back with a vengeance. He's, I, I don't know how long he's going to be there. That is a very dicey Bizarre situation. situation at Auburn, but uh, we can talk golf and college football and uh, a lot more hoops on tomorrow's show as well. All right. Did, are you going to get any sleep this afternoon? As soon as this show's over, I'm going to stop at McDonald's, have breakfast, go home and sleep for about three hours. All right. I'm no gonna sleep get, last night, I can tell you that. I might stay up later tonight just to watch some past of your eight? You're going to stay up past 8 o'clock? I can't confirm nor deny that. Matt, a lot of fun, uh, obviously, filling in today here. Follow the money. Don't go anywhere. Got you covered all morning and afternoon long right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.